Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Hopefully, you're doing well on your journey. Uh, just got done with a um, couple days ago, a July 4th 5K, which was pretty cool. Um, it gives away something real quick. Uh, and I don't watch the show. Okay, let me just clarify. I do not watch Married at First Sight. My wife watches that show. And I am just so happy in the same room following along as well but I don't watch you know the show let's make that very clear but (laughs) a a guy actually on the latest season in Nashville Married at First Sight was actually there doing the 5k it was right next to me uh and I didn't want to approach and say hey I I know you're from TV because that would be like I watch it and I don't watch it so clear that I don't watch it all right um but uh it was actually a pretty cool race now I was able to finish at a good time that I enjoyed but man this one was downhill for the first like mile so I was like six minutes 39 seconds flying down this uh, hill but I knew very quickly that I would have to come back up that hill because it was an out and back and um, the hills definitely were rough so I did not set a PR I wanted to but the hills just there's no you've got to work you've got to for a PR, you've got to run a flat course. And that was not a flat course. I was able to really show through my endurance and um, the longer runs because as we were going up the hill, that's where I started passing a lot of individuals because that hill was just so tough uh, to get up. And the heat is just no joke. Ever since I've started racing, this is the hottest temperatures that I've experienced in my running cycle. And so um, I'm not going to say that the eight milers scared me, but I definitely went to a place running that I've never been before. And it was very eerie for me because when I finished that race, I remember putting my hand on the table and feeling a little lightheaded. And it was simply because of the heat. It wasn't because I was tired. I exerted myself too much or may have exerted myself too much, but the heat is just all around a not like the hot, humid South heat. It's just not a good condition to run, especially if you're not hydrated, trained. It's just rough. And so, um, I don't know. I I haven't been as interested in doing these longer runs. Like, I've got something called the Summer Sizzler in August. It's a 15K. And I'm excited because, hey, it's a new race. But I'm actually not looking forward to the fact that how long it is. I, I just... Longer runs have shown themselves a little bit less interesting to me just because of what happened with that eight miler. And then now when I'm getting into this uh, five Ks, I almost want to get faster in my five Ks and I'm more interested in that. But I know I'm going into a season of training for the marathon that's likely going to happen in October or November. I'm debating between two, seven bridges marathon out of Chattanooga or um, a... Um, Nashville Marathon uh, coming in November. Um, And so, you know, either of those uh, I'm debating. And um, yeah, Um, I have a, I'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Um, So the the interest in 5Ks is sparking a little bit more for me. I I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. That's just that eight miler. It was, I mean, it's not the half marathon. It's not the longest distance I've run. But man, that thing just wiped me out physically and I feel like mentally. But um, I wanted to talk about 
something that applies to runs and I've touched on a little bit uh, a little bit of this but I think it's all good to touch on some things because a lot of this journey has interchangeables uh, but I was thinking about uh, on my run today the importance of slow runs in relation to getting faster for your run and, and, and it's like almost a oxymoron like what do you mean I've got to run slower in order to run faster it's true and it's very much the case when it comes to running. Now that can apply to a lot of other things in our journey. It can even apply to the diet nutrition side, it can also apply to the exercise side, and it all comes to kind of one basic theme. And I think this has a lot to do with more the mental than the physical. I, I was thinking on uh, my run today, I was like, you know, there's a lot of facts with exercise and weight loss, but what a lot of folks don't get are the variables that we will entangle ourselves with mentally that you can't put facts to like it's a fact that you're at this certain weight that when you walk into a room you're insecure and you think everyone's looking at you there's no quantifiable data that says what weight you're going to be at when you feel that way you could feel that 10 pounds overweight or 300 pounds like myself that's not quantifiable and a lot of what I think I share on my podcast and what I try to share is the unquantifiables it's not to say that I have wiggle room to talk about whatever I want but I do want to talk about things that you can't just put quantifiable data to to say I'll figure it out like there are so many mental things that we've got to adjust and rearrange in order to really conquer this journey and a part of those has to do with the mentality of what do you mean I've got to run slower in order to run faster it's true you do and the reason for it is you're, and I've talked about this just recently, trying to achieve autopilot. And how that relates, and I think how this parallels, is if you think about the very first time you had a longer commute to work, the very first week, this, the, the two weeks in, you think about those weeks and you think about the two weeks, okay, I've got to make a left turn here, got to make a right turn here. There's this gas station on the corner that I know I've got to turn. There's a McDonald's over here. So you've got all these visual points you've got all these directions it's not going to take you like a, a quick trip especially on longer commutes it's going to be a lot of okay i need to verify this i need to see this i need to get used to this commute and eventually what happens is your commute doesn't require gps doesn't require visual markers along the way but you get into an autopilot. You get into this automated, like I know where to turn, when to turn. Now, it doesn't happen right away, but eventually over time, it becomes second nature where you could go. You could even take shortcuts if you wanted to if, as you learn the route. But what's so important about this learning of the route and it becoming second nature is that when it becomes second nature, you're more comfortable with going a little bit quicker or you feel more comfortable proceeding without less caution. Think about the moment when you are trying to make a turn for the first time and what that looks like when you, okay, is it is the turn here or is the turn here? And think about the driver behind you, kind of like, what are they doing? Are they slowing down? Are you gonna turn? You're not gonna turn? I've done that many times myself where I'm like hesitant on what turn to make because I'm not sure yet because I'm new to the route. Eventually as I get good and then I know where, I'm not going to, um, you know, like I'm pulling into a Lowe's parking lot. I know that this driveway right here to Kroger is not the best way, but the next one is. The very first time, second time, third time, I'm not gonna learn that right away where I have the easement of just pushing forward and turning. I'm gonna learn that now that I've been here quite a few times and the countless projects that I've been doing around the house. So. 
And when it becomes second nature, you get quicker. When it becomes second nature, you become better. So apply that to the easy run to be fast. When it becomes second nature that you're running, say you want to get good at a 5K. It's second nature that you're running a 5K. It's second nature that you're running a 10K. Whatever that second nature is of your journey, when it becomes second nature, you feel more comfortable. Your body feels more comfortable. It's not like, oh, okay, I know how long it is, so I know... Uh, really, actually, that could be the case. You know that you can cardiovascularly, uh, endurance-wise, can last to 10K. So maybe you could push yourself a little bit more so you know that you can last that longevity of what, what's needed. Well, let's apply that to the fact that mentally your body goes into, yes, I can be fine doing this, so I'm going to be an autopilot enough to push it a little bit more. Nutrition, diet, exercise, runs. When we talk about consistency, and folks talk about consistency, you've got to be consistent enough to where you can be an autopilot to be more confident that you can conquer. You're not going to be confident that you can conquer the nutrition side unless you know the foods that are going to help you succeed and that you know the different recipes and the different shopping lists and where they are in the grocery store and what's going to get you at your calorie maintenance, your calorie deficit, uh, what's going to get you where you need to go. You're not going to know it unless there's that repetitiveness in that autopilot. I know that when I go to Costco, I know the four spots where it's going to have a majority of my items. That's simply because of repetition and continuing to show up and understanding where that is. I know what meals I can have that will generally focus on high protein um, and lower sugar. Uh, I know these variables because of the consistency of showing up. So you and your journey, if you're starting, if you're in the middle, if you've been doing this for years, you get out of rhythm, you get out of focus, but it's important that you focus on what's going to get me into that second nature is. I'm going to take a drink real quick. What's going to, ooh, excuse me. What's going to get you into that second nature? What's going to get you into this is normal? That's the consistency piece. That's the continuing to show up, continuing to go at it. So why do you get faster on doing slow runs? is that your body gets acclimated and used to and in autopilot that this is a distance that I can do. Then you can push it a little bit more. Then you can get a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. Your body gets acclimated so you can push after acclimation. In all things, exercise, whatever the case is, acclimation happens from repetitiveness. You've got to be repetitive at whatever you want to get good at. Whatever you want to conquer, nutrition, diet, mental health, anything, you've got to be repetitive to conquer. Repetitiveness is going to conquer. And that's the thing that we probably have a big struggle with. It's just continuing to do it. I've said many times that this journey gets very boring, very mundane, and very much the same. But that is how it's going to get done. That's how you're going to conquer. That's how you're going to find a way. Repetitively showing up again and again, that it's second nature, that you can push yourself on runs, you can push yourself nutritionally, you can push yourself exercise-wise, you can push yourself because you've done it so repetitive and it's become second nature. So I am able to continue doing 5Ks and I can, uh, honestly, I'm going to train for a marathon simply being repetitive at longer runs so that my body gets acclimated to it. Um, 
it's just it's just what it takes. It's just what it takes. So mentally, um, there are things and variables that we may not have quantifiable data for, but here is the variable for you. Mentally, you're going to get better by just keep showing up. And uneventful, un just hip hip hooray moments, those are rarely gonna be there. But if you continue to show up, you're gonna have little moments of glory, little moments of, oh man, this is all added up to now this. It's going to happen. You just got to keep showing up to do it. So hoping this encourages you. Good little check-in here uh, as an encouragement on your journey to keep going, keep fighting, keep pushing. I am nobody special. I did not arrive on some special cloud of I was able to achieve weight loss and no one else can. You can as much as I can. You can even more because what I've tried to do is provide something that I wish Dusty had in the beginning of his journey. So hopefully this encourages you to conquer even more, to do even better, uh, and to dominate your health more than I ever did. So that way you can be what you need to be for yourself, for your family and for your future. So hopefully this encourages you. Special shout out to the subscribers of this podcast. Thank you for subscribing. It's 99 cents a month, but that goes a long way. And um, to be honest, I am interested more in sharing kind of how it helps as a good example, the triathlon, because of those of you who are uh, a built bar, you know, purchaser, and you use my code. I was entered into a giveaway, and that giveaway got me an Amazon gift card, and everything I needed for my triathlon was from that gift card, and that was because of you as a built bar supporter that allowed me to do that. So um, I'm thinking about finding ways to share that more. Like, hey, this podcast, it put 25 bucks in my account. I think it was last month. It was 25 bucks that I got from this podcast. That helped me go get diapers. It's these little things that your support, just by listening, listening through the ads, all that good stuff, goes to actually realistically helping and not going into some fun that, that you know doesn't get looked at or isn't useful and important. This is Your support very much is supportive and important. And I just appreciate you that you support this podcast, you support me and Built Bar, whatever it is, just the fact that you support and listen uh, you might not even be a subscriber. The fact that you listen, and if you listen through the ads, that's like 15 cents. I don't know about you, but I'm very grateful for that 15 cents because it goes a long way when you've got two babies in diapers still. So I appreciate you. It was a longer-winded uh, thing, but I, I always want to go above and beyond and just say thank you for the support because it's not expected, uh, and it's very much um, something I'm grateful for. So thanks for listening to this episode, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Take care.